Welcome back, everybody, to the Addicted to the Magic podcast. What, what? I'm Jess. And I'm Amanda. And we are going strong on our part, what did we decide, part 1B? 1B. Of our favorite rides. So our last episode, all we did was talk about Disneyland favorite rides. And we didn't even get to our DCA favorite rides. So we're going to talk about Disney California favorite rides top five and we're going to start from the bottom and make our way up to that number one spot i wonder if we'll meet at the so on our last podcast if you didn't get a chance to listen to it we each had a different top five except for number one we met and together it was beautiful and it was great so we'll see if we meet back together again if not yeah we didn't we made these lists separately we have not seen each other's lists, so we are yes Having as much fun as you are, I'm sure. Discovering <laughs> this as you are right now. It's so fun. I had a pretty good guess of what her top five were, but I was actually wrong. So it was yes. fun. It was really fun for oh. me. I was pleasantly surprised. I think it's because once I started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, but if I could only ride five rides in a day. Yeah. If I could only ride five rides in a day, which ones do I have to ride? That's true. And I think That's a good those... way to look at it. Those were mine that at least for right now, I'm like, oh, I've got to yeah. hit those every single time. Yeah. Or or if I've already ridden all the rides once, which ones are, am I going to return to before yes. I go on anything else? Yes, so, exactly. Well, Jess, do you want to start out with number five? I will. So my number five has got to be going down under, under the sea <gasps> with the Little Mermaid. Oh, she's the best. I love this ride. I love it. It's so, the animatronics are on point. I love the music because it's right in your clamshell and it's, it's like blasted into your ears. It's very similar to Haunted Mansion if you ha- are not familiar with Little Mermaid. Yes. It, there's, it's always a walk on pretty much unless if the yes. park is like insanely busy. Or Other it's right that. before World of Color and everybody's that, yeah, trying to stay in their true. seats while also going to see a quick ride. But it's just, it's calming. It's beautiful. I love, too, that they have, they incorporated, like, the black, um, the, the black light effect on yeah. some of the animatronics to really make them pop because the sea is dark. And I just, I just always think that's, like, a beautiful touch of, like... Everything is really dark and black except for the animatronics. Yep. So, and the aerial is so cute. So cute. I, okay, I will say as a comment on this though, I have one complaint about this ride and that is, um, there, when it was first released, uh, it was in 2011, uh, they released the ride Brand new. And they had a part where Ariel is dancing under the sea and yep. she has her hair all spun up on top of her head. And it looks like a twisty cone, like an ice cream cone. Because it's just like in the movie. The the fish swim around her hair and it kind of whips it up to be this, this almost ice cream cone looking twist on top of her head. Which for me was like, yeah, that's exactly like the movie. Well, yeah. they removed it yeah, they did. after a year because there were uh, people that felt like it looked too much like an ice cream cone. And that was the reasoning behind that's it. So they funny. said it looks weird. It, you know, nobody has hair standing up on top of their head. But for me, it made sense. It's you're under the sea. Your hair can go any way it wants. Yeah. So I do kind of chuckle that they made that move and they made it rather quickly. Like it was a year later and they changed it. But that's so funny. 
<laughs> that was one of my favorite parts initially because I was like, oh, it's just like the movie. The details. But um, one of the other cool features in that ride, as you were sp- spinning around and they're singing the Under the Sea song, um, the uh, as you go by certain fish, their parts that they are playing. So if it's a guy and he's he's playing the the pipe, uh, the I'm trying to think of the word. He's playing the saxophone, the yeah. the fish who's blowing the saxophone. You can hear the saxophone louder in your yep. clamshell. So you feel like, oh, yeah, this fish is right in front of me. I yeah. can hear him louder. It's I really kind it. of unique the way they did that. Love it. Um, and also when you go, I have to make these comments. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll touch on them because they're also going to show up in my top five. Or should I touch on it now? Sure. So it's going to show up in my top five as well. So I'll tell you where it falls into play a little bit later. But... Um, my favorite part about that ride is when it's been a hot day and you've been out in the sun and as the clamshell descends under the sea, you see all the bubbles that go over top of you and you literally feel like you've just gone under the sea and there is a rush of air conditioning right at that part. And you're like, yep, I just went under the sea. I felt that cool wash of, of water come over me. It is a very cool feature that they added in there. And I think they did a really good job of trying to complete the whole story. A lot of dark rides, they can't do the exact story. And they tried their best with this one. It's not exact, but uh, it's good, though. It's really good. And it honors the story. I saw Little Mermaid in theaters in 1989 when I was four years old. And my mom took me to a movie, um, just me and her. And I have six siblings. So that was like a big deal to go just me and her. And I remember that being a big deal. So. Shout out to my girl Ariel and her red hair. She Me is, is a red hair. I I would be Ariel if I could be. I so love it. I love Little Mermaid as well. And like I said, it will come into play in my top five as well, mm-hmm. but a little Intriguing. bit closer. Um. Okay, my number five is the Incredicoaster, um, which oddly enough, I mean, it's been my favorite, one of my favorite rides since it was California Screaming. It's a great roller coaster. So it's fun. smooth. It's fun. Uh, it adds in that kind of thrill thrill ride that you don't oftentimes get at Disneyland. It's, you know, yeah. you've got the full on upside down roller coaster. And I think it really... Um, the with the Incredicoaster theming and overlay that they've done now, that's a permanent overlay. Um, it really does incorporate the characters of the yes. Incredibles, and it it makes you feel excited to like interact with them on the ride. If that makes any sense, yeah. like as you take off, Dash is the one telling you three, two, one, go, and you see the on the water right to your left-hand side that the water shoots as up if as if he's running on yeah. the water. And and then you've got you've got Violet helping Jack-Jack and they're all trying to assist and Mrs. Incredible is stretching. They just did a really good job for yeah, something that I was concerned about. I love... I think a lot of people were concerned about it. They were like, what's going on? Because it's a great ride. And I even saw some... Because they didn't change the ride, they just rethemed it. Yes. And they added some tunnels. So like they added the big yep. tunnels and like the 40 foot Elastigirl. And there were some videos on YouTube of people had found like a sweet spot where you could see inside 
of the day that the, she's high up in Disney, I'm not sure her exact title, but she was basically the one that was, like, in charge of the ride, Mm -hmm. and she had basically gone on it for the first time. So, like, the ride is not open, and, like, I'm sure people could hear that and see that the ride was going, so they're, like, oh, trying to, like, sneak a peek, you know? Yeah. And there's a video of her walking off the ride, so she went on it. Um, it goes through once and then she stayed on it and then she goes on it again and she walks off and there is no like reaction. And so a lot of people were like, oh no, it flopped because it was about to open. Yes. And so everyone was like worried. Everyone was like, so I'm not really sure like what happened in that moment. She'd maybe written it like other times before and maybe she was just doing like some final, you know, who knows? Who knows what happened at that point? It's like it. they made it seem like it was her first time writing it and she has zero reaction. Oh. And so it like you're almost like your heart like kind of drops because you're like, oh, no, like this is not going to go well. Yeah. yeah. But I love it. I love it as well. And at the end, one of my favorite things is that they shoot the smell of cookies. I mean, in the movie, The Incredibles, right? In the and movie, they're trying to. And there's cookies waiting right? for you. It's and so genius. Genius marketing. But in the movie, that's how they get Jack Jack to calm down as they get him is Jack Jack cookie nom noms. And you can smell the cookies at the end. And then you get off the ride and there are Jack Jack cookie nom noms. And I am a sucker for those. We'll talk about those in our, in our foods that does make an appearance in my top five favorite foods. Um, but I love the Incredicoaster. So that's my five. That one is my number four. So (gasps) great. Leads right in. Yeah. And I, the only other thing I was going to mention was the cookie smell. Oh, it's so good. And I also, one thing that I will mention that I love too about the ride is Amanda had mentioned the water. And then there's also a part where it's the, it's the, like, up, down, like, the, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa that part where you're just, like, going up and down, up and down, um, where you see little Jack-Jacks along the side. Yes, and he, they, like, like, bounce. Yes, it's almost like he, because in the movie, he, like, can, multiply. I want to say disapparate, because that's <laughs> yeah. what it is in part. Yeah, But, like, he multiplies thing. and, like, reappears. Yes. Um, in places. So I thought that was a such a cute touch to it. Yep. And then also at the very end where he's like super big inside their living room. With Edna mode. Oh, I love it. I just think it's so cute. They just really packed in as much theming. And it was like, that was kind of hidden. Yes. And so you couldn't see it from the queue. Yep. And you also could not see it until you were like literally about to get off the ride. So I thought that was fun that they just like had little secrets everywhere. I just thought it had like such a cute little touch to it. Well. And it's such a fun ride. It really is. Like they didn't need to change the ride itself in any way. Adding the tunnels doesn't ruin the ride in any way. And. It I almost like... adds a little bit because at one point there's like lasers because Jack-Jack's lasers are going everywhere. Yes. And it's really, really dark for yep. a second. And then all of a sudden you go down so fast and it's right before it goes down to go into the loop. Yeah. And it's almost like it plays with your senses a little bit. And I thought that was really smart too. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, what Disney did really well there is rethemed something that was already great. People liked the ride, yeah. but to make it make make more sense with the Pixar Pier release. Uh, it was just really smart. So It was so smart. I it, love it. It just, like, Pixar Pier, a lot of people still are, are just like, why did they do that? But I thought it was genius. I thought everything, to me, everything turned out so cute, and I'm obsessed with Pixar Pier. Yes, I love it. And even as they're adding in new shops or the arcade games, 
just very, so very fun. smart. And I, I feel like I'm more invested in Pixar Pier. It's more of the new age Disneyland yes. that kids are growing up with. And I love it. So I love it too. Um, number four is an easy and quick one for me. And that is Little Mermaid. So fun. Um, like I said, just a classic ride. Um, and like you said, bonus that you can get on and off quickly. Um, my son, this last time we rode, we rode the ride. And after he got off, he goes, princess is lame. <laughs> but for me, I feel like Ariel is like the farthest thing from like your standard princess. She's just yeah. doing different things. And I think the she's ride. She's a mermaid. She's a like, mermaid. She doesn't have legs, but then she does. So I know. It's like the one, the one mermaid. That we have, and she wants to be a human. And, like, every human <laughs> wants to be a mermaid. It's just right? So when are we going to get something else where we want to be mermaids? And... It, the grass is always greener. Yes. Okay, so number three for me is Radiator Springs Racers. <gasps> That's my number three! I feel like the rest might be the same for us, but okay. we'll see how it okay. goes. Um, I, Radiator Springs Racers, who, have you ever met anybody who doesn't, like, love this ride not one person and there's always a super long wait and the fast passes still like it's been open for what four three four years since 2012 oh wow okay way more than yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh we so went we went on our honeymoon for seven years and and that was the first year that it was open so it still is the longest wait always in all, like, between both parks, it's always the longest wait, and it's always still the fast pass that goes. And my, the reason why I think is because a lot of kids that are, like, not tall enough to go on the big kid rides yep. can go on it. Yep. So I think there's just more, there's just a bigger range of people that can yeah. go. And it's so fun. It is so fun. Do you remember the first time you ride that ride, and it just feels like you're going out on a leisurely drive, and it's yes. got the day. I'm not a musical person, but you feel like you're going out for this drive and then you go underneath one of the rock formations and then it does the, it's almost like Soren. It's totally like Soren. Um, but you can see the, the bridge overhead and they've done it so well to where it feels like it's off in the distance, even though it's right there. It's literally right there. They did such an incredible job. Perspective. Yes. It's such an incredible job. And it, let's also add in there with Radiator Springs in general, like that whole land just really it's, hits the nail on the head. I think I am not alone in this. At first when they were like, oh, we're doing a Cars Land, I was kind of like, lame. Yep. Like, why in the world are yep. they doing a Cars Land? Like, that sounds so weird. That's and exactly I'm like, what I thought. It. it has, I think as far as like single lands go, was it kind of the first, like, themed land at Disney? Well, Bugs, but, like... Yeah. So, no, Bugs Land was... But other than that, there's, like, Fantasyland, whatever. But, like, as far as, like, a themed land goes, we had Bugs Land forever. But it was, like, truly one of, like, the first with, like, a lot of technology behind it. Yep. And, like, an e-ticket ride. Yep. It was the first one. Yep. And so it's been so successful. Like they're doing it everywhere and they're just like really capitalizing on that. But it's yep. like, it's what the people want. Well, it's, and it's just like, I still don't love the movie Cars, but I'm obsessed with Cars. Yeah. I, I actually told my husband when we saw Radiator Springs in Disney or in California Adventures, I 
loved the movie more because I loved the land so much. And going into this world where I was like, oh my gosh, this really is where the cars live. And feeling like... you feel like the car. Yes. You're driving up and down the streets. I One of my favorite things about the land, which I know this isn't top lands, but one of my favorite features about the land is if you are in uh, the main like stoplight um, in the movie, he says, the second blink is shorter. Uh, Right? Is that the... Slower. He's like, the second blink is slower. In Cars Land, the second blink is slower. And so it's just... Funny the features that they add in, because in the movie you're thinking, oh, Fillmore, he's just, he's a dumb car. He's just a total hippie. But he's right. He's not completely off his rocker. So I love that. But Radiator Springs Racers really just, just. so good. It does, it does what all good rides, in my opinion, do, which is it's a dark ride Mm -hmm. that's slow and gets Mm -hmm. the storyline, but then it's a fast thrill ride. And I think that um, in... Disney World, that's what Snow White's Mine Train does as well. It's a dark ride, but it's a fun ride at the same time. It's like those are the two that are unique to each park, but they're like similar in fan favoritism and style of ride. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. My number two. Are you ready? Toy Story Midway Mania. That's mine too! I just have a feeling they're just going to be the same. Oh, gosh. I I want to do, um, I guess not like a podcast episode because it's probably hard to describe how oh. to get extra points. Oh. I think it's visual. You need to see the visual. But like. And we could film that at some point. I think we, we should, could do a we better just job. film it. Because it's easier to just look at it. Yes. But there's a lot of secrets that happen inside of Midway Mania. Yes. And you can get buco points. But I feel like you have to work together and you have to like, you're, you have to be in sync with your teammate. Yep. To really like make, make the points. And that's what makes it fun is like, there's always a level of competition. Always. Always. But it's like, if you don't work together, like neither of you will get good points. Yes. So it's like you have you need the other person, but like, I mean, it's always going to be a competition. Always. I'm always going to try to beat my husband. Always. So. See, and I, like the first couple of times that I rode the ride, I rode it and I was like, oh, that was fun. And, you know, we got a couple thousand points and it was, it was fun. But once you learn the inside scoop on how to get extra points and what things can turn the screen upside down and then all of a sudden you can get more points. Once you start to see those things, it becomes a goal every time to make those things happen and then to get as many points as possible. And every single time at the end of the ride, they have a reader board that tells you the top score for the hour and the top score for the day and the top score for the week. It This is maybe just a competitive side of me. But it brings me so much joy when I see that score pop up and it's either mine or my husband's. So yes. normally the person I'm riding with and we scream extra loud because we're like, we did that. And so everybody fun. around is going, how did you get that many points? And it is. They get like 20,000 and Adam has like in the high twos. Yeah, oh, like easily. And so it's and just. Like, and they're like just shocked. They just, have no idea. Because that's the thing I love about that ride is like you would have fun just doing it. Yeah. If you didn't know the secrets. Yeah. But there's secrets. Yeah. There's Easter eggs. <laughs> and I'm like, it is three different rides, basically. Yep. Oh, yep. So and 
And, and I'm sure there's stuff that we don't even know about. To I'm be sure there. In fact, um, I we talked to a cast member after we got off at one point because we were saying like, this is our ride. We, yeah. in fact, um, to illustrate how much we love this ride, my husband and I on our honeymoon, we rode the ride. We got off and immediately went back in and a cast member saw us and they said, did you just get off the ride? And we said, yeah. And they said, and you're riding it again. And it was like a 45 minute wait. And we were like, yeah, we love this ride. And they were like, come on through the exit. Like, let's get you back in and like, let's let you cut the ride. That's, you know, that's for you. And then, yes, I know when they make magic, it's the best. Um, And then later on, we were on a ride and it broke down. And so we got a pass to get us on any ride. And we were like, let's go get on Toy Story Mania. And the same cast member was there and he was like, you really want to use this pass on this ride? And we were like, we love this ride. And so he let us hang on to the pass. He said, hang on to this pass and and I'll let you on. And we rode the ride again. And then we went back up again. (laughs) And he was like, I'll let you go again. We actually ended up riding the ride three times in a row. And he's like, okay, I got to take the pass this time. But so much fun because it then becomes more about like challenging each other, looking for the better scores. And we asked the cast member, we said, okay, how does somebody get that score? And he said, you know, all of these tricks, there's more tricks. And I was like, oh gosh. There's got to be like three different games. Yes. Or three different rides inside of that. Because I have seen those high scores and I feel like we do a pretty good job of the secrets that we know. So I'm yeah. like, there's got to be more that yes. we don't know about because they're like doubling our scores. Yeah. So I'm like, there's got to be more. Yeah. Right? And um, and there's lots of downtime in between too. So I could be better about like, as I'm waiting for the exact moment for, to be able to hit that, to unlock it, I should be focused, you know? So there's just like, there's a lot of different, it's just fun. And it's one of the rides that the more you ride it, the better you get at it. And it's... The more you ride it, the more you're reminded like, yeah, that's a great ride. It's really unique. They've updated it since it originally came out. They've changed one of the screens and added in different characters. I just feel like, I mean, that's a ride that I feel like can grow over time. They can keep adding new overlays. They can change things. And it's based on a traditional arcade game that you would have done at a fair, but they've added their own Disney flair to it. And Let's be honest, Disney does it so much better than anybody at just taking something classic and just upping it quite a bit. So I agree. Okay. Are we at number one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Drum roll. I mean, everyone knows what it is. It's Guardians. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) But I want to say, I think... I want to say that Monsters After Dark. Oh, I was just... Okay, I am not exaggerating. I have listed here as an honorable mention, Monsters After Dark theming, which to clarify, at Halloween time at DCA or Disney California Adventure, they have an additional theming at nighttime, not during the day, Yeah, at nighttime called Monsters After Dark. But it's in the day, it's normal. And then about like five-ish o'clock, it turns into... So, like, if you're there on the same day, you can experience both. Yes. And we did last year. We did. And uh, and we almost didn't because, remember, we were sitting on the ground at one point because the ride had broke down. Yeah, And it was like, oh, it's a 20-minute wait and, like, an hour goes by and we're like, we haven't moved and Ugh. we're sitting on the ground and, like, we can't really hear anybody screaming and I was, like, determined. I'm like, I am determined to go on this ride. Like, Monsters After Dark. Have to. Yep. Must do. Yep. And and 
the crazy thing about it is like, I feel like, well, let's talk about regular guardians. I feel like with regular guardians, the best part about it is it's got that classic rock music that's playing that just, it's the same stuff that they listen to in weight rooms to get them pumped up when they're ready to do something big. You get that music and immediately you are in a different place. Like you're ready to go. Yeah, and there's different songs, which is so fun, so it's not the same song every yep. time. But, like, that's what makes Guardians, like, the movie, that's what makes it such a good movie, is the music. The soundtrack is amazing. The soundtrack, honestly, was revolutionary for a Marvel movie, yep. in my opinion. And it's, like, they really capitalized on that, and, like, that is part of Guardians. Like, it would be weird if it if there wasn't music, yep. you know? So, yep. I love that, too, is that... Like the sequence goes along with the music, so if you're if you're experiencing a different song, like the sequence is going to be different. Yep. So then when we get to Guardians after Monsters After Dark, everything is like glitching, and everything is like a little bit scarier, and it is straight up rock music, like yeah, getting down angry rock, getting music. down into like the mosh pit. Yes. And it was my favorite thing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I don't hate that kind of music, but it's not like something that I regularly listen to. Yep. And it was like, wow. Yep. Wow. If you have not experienced it, it is literally worth going to Disneyland during Halloween time. Yep. Just to ride it. Yep. I mean, Halloween time, I mean, we'll, I'm going to talk about it in our next episode when we get to treats. But, like, Halloween time is next level for me. Like, it is a completely different park. Everything that they do with Halloween time is straight up the best, my favorite things about Disney. Yeah. Like, I love everything about the Halloween time. The overlays, the food, like, just, and they nailed it. Yes. They nailed it when they switched Tower to Guardians. And I think I've mentioned this before that, like, I'm sorry, it's not a popular opinion, but, like, I don't miss Tower of Terror. See, I love Guardians. And, like, I'm not, that's not a popular opinion yeah, of mine. Yeah, Like, it's not, like, but I don't think anybody hates Guardians. Even if they're no. like, I love Tower, it'll always be my favorite. They're not mad no, about Guardians. That's the thing that I, I wanted to point out is, for me, I loved the theming of this old yeah. Tower Hotel but to be fair, it didn't fit in with the theming of DCA. It doesn't. It did not fit in. But when you change it to Guardians of the Galaxy and now with the eventual Avengers headquarters um, that's coming in, is that? I think it's Campus. Oh, Avengers Campus. That's right. Yeah. Um, but that makes more sense than than this Hollywood hotel. It does. Um, and... When they changed it, I remember thinking, this is the worst move that Disney can make because this yeah. is a popular ride. It's always been a popular ride. Yeah. Everybody loves it. It's a bad move. Like, and I remember broke, being... don't fix it. Right. And I remember thinking, why are you guys messing with this? And then I rode Guardians and literally instead of being like, you know thrilled the whole time like on Hollywood Tower of Terror it's spooky and then you get a thrill like ooh we're we're dropping um with Guardians laughing the entire time like literally just giggling with every single drop because they made the ride longer 
They made yep. the sequences a little bit more intense. Yep. And so it's like anytime you were on Tower, you were always like, man, I just wish it was longer. Yes. That was the thing. It was like, it was fun. It's cute. It's like, you know, the cast members really got into their role. Like it was very immersive, but it was always just kind of like, I love that ride. But I think until they did Guardians and it's the music, it's the drops, it's the intensity. It's so fun. It's so long that I realized like this, they nailed it. This is exactly what it was meant to be. And I feel like in order for somebody who was a fan of Tower of Terror to have been convinced they had to nail it. And I feel like they did. Like, absolutely. I, Brooke, my sister-in-law, who also loved Tower of Terror, that used to be her favorite ride. Guardians is now it her used favorite to be ride. My favorite ride too, and yeah. I feel the same way. It and didn't shake even, me. Like I'm not even sad that Tower is gone. To be completely honest, and yeah, it was my favorite ride. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then Monsters After Dark is just a next level. It and I actually I love that there are two options. Yes. That during the day I could ride it one way, and at night I wrote it something completely different. Yeah. But that I got to see the contrast of the two. I giggled at you know the first one and the second one. It was just so intense it's so and good. so like uh, yeah. In a great way to show the difference is in the pictures that were taken of me on Tower of Terror, my face is actually scared. In the pictures that are taken of me on Guardians of the Galaxy, I am laughing hysterically. Yes. Like it's normally a a crying laughing yes. face. Yes. So I me, love it. At the end of the day, I just want to be, I just want to have fun. Yeah. And these, all of these rides that we've been talking about in this episode and in the past episode, they are, they bring me so much joy and they are just straight up fun. Yes. They are fun rides and I get really defensive when people are like, yeah, but there's no thrill rides at Disney. Like Six Flags has better thrill rides. And I'm like, you missed the point. Yeah. You completely missed the point and I can't talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. We're done here. And that's the thing is like... I don't think, at least for me, if I'm going to go for a thrill, I'm not going to Disneyland. If I really wanted a thrill, I would probably do, I would probably go and do something outdoorsy and go canyoneering or something like that. I'm not dissing Six Flags. Yes. They have amazing thrill rides. Yes. But it's like. Also, you can't compare Six Flags to Disneyland. No. Nope. Because, anyways, I can't, it's fully, I can't even get into it, but it's fully y'all know what Im- I mean. It's fully immersive, and it really does, it's kind of like throwing it back to that last episode that we did, talking about Peter Pan and the immersiveness and the magic yeah. and the really imaginative. There's a reason why the people who create these rides are called Imagineers, and it's because they are literally taking their imagination and engineering something that you haven't seen before and I love the direction that Disney is taking with a lot of their newer rides and I'm excited to see what they keep bringing out with with additional rides I'm excited to see what more they can do it's fun so I think that caps off DCA for us it does oh guys I want to go back today I know let's just pack our bags get out of here see you tomorrow see you later (laughs) i'm only half joking i'm not joking that's it for this week's episode we sure appreciate you around these parts and come on back now you're here we'll see you next time (laughs) bye Bye bye-bye